trying to get the names we're about to, to go with the tip-off we are we are seated on the on the south baseline so we'll be calling north to south tip-off to Zion Brown misses the layup rebound Colts number 23 Daniel Johnson starting point guard bringing the ball to court for the for the Colts passes to the left wing passes to the high post number 55 Passes back out to the point guard, number 23, Daniel Johnson, who tries to pass it into number 44, and the ball is tipped out of bounds. Interesting to see how the refs let them play tonight. They were calling everything in the first, previous game. Absolutely. Um, on the inbound, Zion Brown almost steals it, but, but, but dribbles it outside. F.H. Jenkins is coming out what looks to be a 3-2 zone. Another inbound and another steal. For Jeremiah Marsh and a fast break broken up by the Colts. Xavier Martinez will be inbounding the ball on a, on a stack play, passes out to Brown. Brown takes a long three, bounces short rim, rebound by the Colts, number 10, Braxton Pugh. Pugh brings the ball up the court. Pugh setting up the offense. F.H. Jenkins is in a 2-3 zone. Another pass and another steal by Zion Brown. Brown taking it with a Euro step and the layup. Misses the layup, rebounded by Pugh once again. F.H. Jenkins missing a lot of layups early. It's interesting to see how uh, this matchup is going to go. I was Colts are a little smaller, but they, they're, they're kind of fast here. They're a little fast. There's a third steal by Zion Brown. Passes it to Jeremiah Marsh. Passes it back to Alfred. Alfred for the baseline jumper. Misses. The rebound, Marsh almost got it, but it was tipped away by number 44. I'm still trying to get the, the numbers here. Uh, number 44, I have to get that at halftime. Marsh on the take in, he is fouled, and there's a, I believe that's an and one. Marsh is fouled and gets an and one off of the inbound play and will shoot a free throw. FH Dick is up two to nothing. FHJ is two, CCS Colts, nothing. Marsh looking to complete the three-point play. There it's it is. free throw. FHJ is there known. They come out in a, in a full-court press. They're, they're 40 minutes of hell style. Full-court press. 
CCS trying to get ball up the court. Nice fake by number 23, uh, Daniel Johnson. CCS gets the ball, sets up their offense. Right baseline. Passing into the low post, number 55, misses the shot. Mylon Bernard, rebound by Xavier Martinez. Passes it to Alford. Taking it down is, is stripped of the ball, but, but stripped out of bounds. F.H. Jenkins will have another inbound opportunity. Xavier Martinez will be inbounding the ball. F.H. Jenkins will be on a stack play. Flames up 3-0 with 4 minutes and 22 seconds left in the first quarter. Pass to the top of the key to Alfred. Alfred goes to the left baseline, shoots the ball, good shot, but misses. Zion Brown with the rebound. Passes back out to Alfred. Passes it back to Brown. Brown passes it in to, to Jeremiah Marsh, who is fouled in the high post. Actually, it's called for three seconds in the key. It's a very good call by the referee. F.A. Jenkins not pressing this time, allowing the Colts to inbound the ball. And number 10, Braxton Pugh will bring the ball to court. He passes to the left wing, Daniel Johnson, setting up the offense. Passes it back to the top of the key. Passes it to the high post. Another still. That's the fourth still for F.A. Jenkins in the first quarter. Zion Brown shoots a three. That looks good, and it is good. 6-0 F.H. Jenkins Flames. Full court press for F.H. Jenkins. Broken swiftly by Braxton Pugh. He takes the ball in, passes it to number 55. Mylon Bernard, who is fouled by, by Xavier Martinez. Now, F.H. Jenkins has, they're, they're not a very deep team. They're a very athletic team, but they got to watch their fouls. They don't want to get into foul trouble. They absolutely don't want the big man in the middle to get into foul trouble here because he's a, Definitely a force right now. Very, very much of a force. Mylon Bernard is uh, will have two free throws. He shoots his first, rims out. Flame six, Colts nothing. Sounds like my Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> um, who blew a who, who blew a unbelievable lead to to Tampa Bay Buccaneers last weekend. I was just mortified. Well, I won't tell you that's my squad. Bernard, that's what I figured. That's why I brought it up because you're from Central Florida. Just kind of put two and two together. Bernard makes the second free throw. Alfred brings the ball down the court, passes to Martinez. Brown open for another three. Misses back rim, rebound by number 44, Carson Sizemore. Finally got the name for, for CCS. CCS brings the ball down the court to the left wing, number 22, Jason Garrett. Garrett passes it back to, to their point guard, number 23, Daniel Johnson. Johnson looking to make something happen, trying to go through the top of the key. Passes it to the right baseline. Missed shot by number 44, Sizemore. Sizemore passes it back to Johnson. Johnson setting up the offense, shoots a three. Wild three goes off the back. Another rebound, missed shot by CCS, but they continue to get the rebounds. Stolen ball by Marsh. Four on three fast breaks. Marsh taking it all the way to the cup. Beautiful shot and in for the layup. Flames up eight to one. Beautiful take. How'd you like that take? That for, was for, awesome. That That's was, that was a that was a grown man play. That's what, they, what the what Flames they need to do right now. Capitalize on these fast breaks. They got a, a, quite a few steals. Zion Brown is really wreaking havoc. He already has four steals. He can end up with a with a double double. Absolutely. <laughs> in, in, Absolutely. In steals, he got ten points and ten steals. So what have you seen? What have you seen so far in uh, in the game? How are you? How are you? How are you liking it? Well, I like the way the Flames are playing right. defense. I got to I, I got to give it to them. They're 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 focused on yeah, they're really, collapsing really focused. on the ball, but I I really need them to capitalize on the in that transition to get those making a little bit of, of decisions. I mean, I think with the with the reps, they've they've got to continue to improve. This is game five, and I talked. I had a chance to interview some of their kids on my show. 
you missed the whole year during COVID. So yeah. development for seventh and eighth grade is so important. You know, mm -hmm. that's where kids really start to separate. You know what kids are destined to play varsity sports, kids that are destined to, to be academics like myself. So, uh, <laughs> so F.A. Jenkins with two minutes and 38 seconds left in the first quarter, up eight to one. They come out in the full court press again, stolen by Marsh, who does travel on his way uh, to, to the basket, but a very good steal. That's the sixth steal by the Flames in the first quarter. Still out in the 1-2-1-1 press, I used to call that. Uh, that's an easy steal for Zion Brown. Brown passes it to the left side to Luke Reed. Reed passes it back to Alfred Martinez, wide open for the three. Bang! There it is. 11 to 1. I told you that. I told you that. The Savior is the, is, the, is the X factor. Is the X factor. Full court press for F.A. Dickens. CCS breaks the press, passes it. They get it on the fast break. Missed layup. Rebound by Jeremiah Marsh. Actually stepped out of bounds. Tell you, see, they see the big man. They don't think he can shoot. They don't think he can shoot. Community Christian having a lot of trouble with the full court press early, uh, but what I do see, I see, I see FH Jenkins a little bit more tired than usual because it's a longer court and a regulation court. This is not a middle school court. This is a high school court. So that would be interesting as the game goes along. Beautiful pass by Brown to Luke Reed. Xavier Martinez wide open. Air balls a three. Rebounded by number 22, Jason Garrett. Passes it to number 23, Daniel Johnston. Another steal for F.H. Jenkins. Fast break. Three on three fast break. Dish back out to Alfred. Top of the key. Brown got away with a travel. Back to Alfred for a three. Alfred misses the three, but is fouled after the shot. So Alfred is fouled by Daniel Johnson. I don't think that's a shooting foul. Xavier looks a little tired. Xavier um, on the inbound, passes it to the top of the key. Ball is stolen by number 10, Braxton Q. Q takes it all the way to the rack. Misses the shot, but is, is, is fouled, I believe. So he will have, he'll have two shots. He's fouled by Zion Brown. It's going to be very important. Even though F.H. Dickens is out to an 11-1 lead, it'll be very important that they don't get into foul trouble because they don't have a deep bench. First shot by Braxton Pugh, misses front rim. F.H. Jenkins up 11-1. to F.H. Jenkins has been putting teams away really early this season. They have. Uh, they a, lot have. Of, a lot of garbage time in the second half. Pugh, excuse me, um, Pugh airballs the second free throw. You got Dalen Offer going north to south. Setting up the offense, passes left to, to Zion Brown, passes to Martinez. Beautiful pass to Jeremiah Marsh. Nice pass to, to Brown, missing the layup. Marsh with the rebound, might have got away with it over and back, but makes the putback 13 to 1. F.H. Jenkins, F.H. Jenkins back out in the full court press. And there's a, there's a timeout taken by the referee. F.H. Jenkins up 13 to one, uh, getting getting up early and often here. Very similar to the to the other games that I've seen with F.H. Jenkins this year. I never thought that I'd be sitting here and F.H. Jenkins would be beating teams 13 to one. Man, I've been I've been following this team for quite some time. I've seen them on the other end of, of 13 to one, but uh, I'm I'm a homer, so we we were happy to see that. I think the Flames just got a technical. What did they get a tech for? Uh, he touched the ball while he was um, uh, uh, coaching. Did he get a tech or a warning? I 
believe I believe Rex gave him a check. Right? Coming out of that, FH gets, gets lulled to sleep, and number 55, Marlon Bernard, actually takes the ball for a layup, making the score 13 to 3. FH Jenkins in their offense. Zion Brown for a three-pointer. Back rim. Rebounded by the Colts. Number 55. Mylon Bernard and, and they start their offense dribbling south to north with Braxton Pugh. Pugh passes to the left end to number 23, Daniel Johnson, who promptly turns the ball over. Dalen Alford on a on a two-on-one fast break passes it to, to Marsh. Marsh saves the ball. Um, almost another turnover. Luke Ethan Peters, excuse me, um, who checked in along with number 30, Emmanuel Rowe. Getting a little bit of tick early in the first quarter. Coach Alfred going into his bench in the first quarter, which is not something that you usually see. I think you called it when X, uh, X hit that last tired. shot. It was a little tired. A little yeah. tired. 14 seconds left. CCS with the ball. Baseline jumper misses. Back rim rebounded by Dalen Alfred. Actually, that's Zion Brown. Zion Brown takes the ball up court. All through all three people. Goes in off the, the window. Misses the layup. Foul or jump ball? That'll be a foul, a foul on 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 Jeremiah Marsh, number zero zero for the FAC Flames. Actually, the foul is on the Colts. Jeremiah Marsh on the inbound. Quick three for Dalen Alfred oh. as the buzzer hits. Almost goes in. Almost got it. Very good stroke on that. First quarter, FAC Jenkins Flames thirteen. The CCS Colts three. F.E. Jenkins really came out early with the with the full court press, uh, forcing seven turnovers in the first quarter. Obviously, if you, you're going to turn the ball over 20 plus times, it's going to be difficult to win. Kind of taking the crowd out of it early. Me and you might be talking a lot about uh, the old days. This game might be might be over by halftime. Well, um, so you have to come in with your with play by play with your with your with your color commentary. They got duties. The, but here's the thing. I want to I want to bring this up. They're in transition they, off these steals, man. They have got to score. They've yeah. got to make the layups. Layups wins, wins games. Well, from a fundamental standpoint, it's just important that, that you that you're successful with transition and making your layups because you're going to run into teams as you get into the playoffs. Really, you're at the place where F.H. Jenkins is fighting for seeding. So if they're in the top three or four seeds, you're going to run into a team that is going to be able to break the press. You're going to run into a team that that has a little bit more of a sophisticated offense. And you got to right. you can't leave those points on the table, that's for sure. And it's tough to win on the road. It's tough Definitely. to win on the road. So they get out early, they can get the score, they can get the lead early. Make these layups because they they're running a great defense. I like what they're doing, but they got to capitalize on the layups. Going left to right, you have the Colts inbounding the ball. Number 22 for the Colts, Jamison Garrett. Throws the ball out of bounds. F.H. Jenkins going right to left. Dalen Alford moving the ball up the court right to left. Passes it to number four, Ethan Peters. That's ball stolen from him by number 10. Braxton Pugh takes it all the way to the rack and good. 13 to 3, and just like you said, when you leave those points on the table, teams can come back on you. Yep. Uh, Colts making a little bit of a game out of it. And when you're on the road, you gotta put a team, you gotta put a team to bed. So you know you Got don't it. wanna let these guys hang around. You don't want 
um, the home cooking and the crowd to, to get involved later in, in, in the third and fourth quarter. Absolutely. The home crowd could push these guys. Right. Number 10, Pugh bringing the ball up left to right, passes it to the left wing, stolen again. Another turnover. Jeremiah Marsh, nice pass to Dale and Alfred, who misses the layup off the, bat, off the, off the window. Marsh, number double zero with the rebound. Number four, Ethan Peters misses a three from the top of the key. Aaron shot by Zion Brown. That was not a good shot. Rebounded by number 44, Sizemore. Braxton Pugh bringing the ball up the court. Left to right, setting up the offense. 55. Bernard in the high post. Passes it to the left wing. Now passes it to the right wing. Passes it to Bernard in the high post. Nice baseline shot. Not a good shot, but a good open shot for number 44, Sizemore, who misses it. Offered bringing the ball. Floater misses the floater. Rebounded by Sizemore, who's promptly fouled by Jeremiah Marsh. And I think, I hope that's not two on Jeremiah. Because Jeremiah cannot get into foul trouble. I think there was a uh, possession. Um, oh, so it's it a possession. A okay. Yep. Number 10, Pugh, left to right, bringing the ball up the court, setting up the offense for the Colts. Pass it to the, to, the, to the high post. Another steal for F.H. Dickens. Marsh taking it to the rim, misses the layup, rebounded by Reed, who gets the ball stolen from Sizemore again. We're getting a little sloppy for F.H. Dickens. Pew bringing the ball up the court, trying to set up the offense, moving left to right, passes it to, to number 23, Daniel Johnson, who has the ball knocked away from by, by Zion Brown. I think now would be a good time for Coach to call a timeout yeah, for the Flames and I uh, I settle the I think the Flames are a little down. tired. I told you the size of this court was going to be Absolutely. In, in issue. Pew looking to set up the offense, passes it to Johnson on the left wing. Not a lot of movement for the Colts team. Uh, a wide open three that was very, very errant and non-basketball like. Uh, so not kind of got a blooper reel going for, for the Colts. Um, F.A. Jake has got to take advantage. They should be up at least 25 to three with the missed layups. Absolutely. Got to capitalize. Another bad inbound play. Um, oh, excuse me. This is a substitution. Xavier Martinez, number 50, coming in for the Flames. Alfred moving right to left, setting up the offense. 2-3 zone for the Colts. Zion Brown misses a three, another air ball. Got to get some better shots. Got to get better spacing. Um, F.A. Jackson came out looking pretty crisp, but not looking as crisp from the four-minute mark of the first quarter. Colts looking to set up the offense. Um, a three-point shot from Pugh, misses back rim. A little bit of a scrum and a jump ball. Flames direction. Possession arrow is in F.H. Jenkins' flames direction. 322 left in the, in the second quarter. F.H. Jenkins up 13 to 5. But not a lot of movement, not a lot of good play the last five minutes. Alfred bringing the ball, takes a, a wild shot by, by number four, Ethan Peters. Martinez gets the ball at the top of the key. Another wild shot by Peters. Uh, two air balls in a row. Martinez shoots a three. It's doing three happy. Got to get a timeout, coach. Got to get a timeout, coach. Rebound from CCS. CCS not pushing the ball up the court. Very laissez-faire and lackadaisical. Pew passing to the to the right wing to number 23, Johnson, who air balls a three. Um, this is getting difficult to call. <laughs> This get difficult to call. Man, coach just told him to slow it down. Alfred passing it to Martinez in the high post. 
a nice pass to Reed who, who trips and stumbles. You got another that jump ball situation. Jump ball situation. And you have the ball going Colts back ball. to the Colts. The score is stuck on 13 to 5. Um, well, if you were coaching the team, what would you be telling them in, in the huddle right now? Right now, settle what, down. What are some of the what are some of the fireman principles that that, that you guys use to 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 galvanize and, and to get everybody fired up? Settle down, think about the man next to you, find the open man, and yeah. go to work. Definitely settle down. Um, Pugh bringing the ball left to right up the court. Always passes it to the left wing to Johnson, who stays in the same place. Passes it to Sizemore, who stays in the same place on the baseline, and a turnover. I feel like that's the same play over and over again. Right. Let's set up the offense, FHJ, and get a get a good play, get a good shot. Pass open to Marsh. That's a good shot. Misses short rim, but rebounds. Nice rebound for Marsh. Misses the rebound. You gotta you gotta put that in, big man. Another scrum on the floor and another jump ball. Arrow is Flames. going towards the Flames. We haven't had a score in quite some time. F.H. Jenkins up 13-5. to five. I like what Jeremiah did just yeah, now. That was a very good move. He uh, he took the jump shot, and he did a fundamental move right. by following up. Following up. I just got to follow up your shot. Well, if you're just tuning in, uh, yeah, this is this is the Advent Sports Network, uh, subsidiary of Paragon 7 Studios. We're watching the F.H. Jenkins Flames at... Christian Community School Colts. F.H. Jenkins is 4-0, really had it off to their best start in quite some time. They came out in the first quarter and really blitzed CCS, but but have kind of stalled in the second quarter. I think it's important that they've, they've got to hit these shots. You don't want to let these kids be around. If you let them around in the second half, you get some confidence and, and you're going to put yourself in a situation that will be difficult to close this game. Zion did a good thing. He uh, got some rebounds, some offensive rebounds, and I need him to go back up with those rebounds. He's kicking it back out right. to, the, to the perimeter. He can go back up because no one's matched up with him down low. Martinez on the left end of the court, inbounding it. Passes out to Zion Brown. Passes it up to the top to keep it down. Offer a nice take to the basket. Easy layup, but he misses it. Inexplicable. It's like there's a lid on the basket. Colts bringing the ball left to right. Pew setting up the offense. Nice screen by 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 number twelve for for the Colts. And a fast break for Alfred. Gets a little fancy with it, makes the layup, That's breaks the, the scoring drought. Full court press. And another turnover caused by Jeremiah Marsh. He, he got his first his first one of my touching the ball. He stepped back a little bit, gave him a little cushion. Pass out on, on the long three for Alfred. Missed, rebound by Marsh. Pass to, to Martinez, who also misses three ball, gets stuck at the top of the room. Now, when I was in eighth grade, I could jump high enough to get it out. Now, look at the athleticism by, <laughs> by Zion Brown climbs his way up. I told Zion that he'll be the first person dunking on this team. Yeah, I believe it. With his athletic trajectory, it's funny. He's a football player. And he was telling me that his favorite player was uh, Devontae Smith. And that he that he patterns his, his route running and his game after Devontae Smith. And I said, Zion, I, I know your father. I, I, know, I know your mother. 
I was like, you're gonna be you're gonna be more of a DK Metcalf. I was like, you're not gonna be Devontae Smith. I was like, you and Devontae Smith are the same size now. I was like, Devontae Smith is just a little bit bigger than you now. You're gonna be six three and have a forty inch vert um, when it's all said and done. I think he might end up playing more basketball than football. You think so? Yeah. A steal and a nice move by Jeremiah Brown. Mrs. Lamb gets a little cute with it instead of taking it up like a like a grown man, and then gets called for. I thought it was a foul, but they, they gave possession. him a jump ball as a possession arrow. As the possession arrow in in FH Jenkins, it's in the Colts, Colts direction. Colts have a couple backup players in. Breaking the press, the ball stolen by Brown. As Brown's sixth steal of the game, cherry pick opportunity for for Jeremiah Marsh makes the layup. 17 to 5, FH Jenkins. FH Jenkins still in the full court press. We're getting that Inbound one, two, two. Full guard press with four seconds left. Checking into the game is number seven, Michael Cresilius. It's an interesting name for, for the Colts. 3.6 seconds left. The Flames are up 17 to 5. I think they're coming around a little bit. Coach uh, called the last time out. Now these guys coming out. They, uh, I they, think that it was just uh, in waves. I think that they were a little tired. Like I said, this court is much bigger than most of the courts that they play on because it's the same court that high school plays on. And um, some of the guys needed a blow. I can look at Xavier. He was tired. Absolutely. He needed to get out. Even Jeremiah's getting a little tired too. But um, F.H. Jenkins generally in control of this game. I think that they're probably going to be able to, to close this one out. Not a lot of offense from the Colts, but I still, going into halftime and going into the second half, you want to see F.H. Jenkins master the fundamentals of the game. And I think that as a as coach, coach offered, you're always teaching fundamentals. You're always looking to get better. Um, they, they, they've missed probably about eight or nine layups tonight. You've got to make the layups. That's going to come back to bite you. Got to make the layups. 3.6 seconds left. We are, we are broadcasting live from White House, Tennessee. Community Christian School. Stack play for F.H. Jenkins. Alfred open for the three and at the buzzer is no good. Rims out, should have gone in. But rimmed out, that's, that's, that's fine. I actually thought that that was going in. Yeah, he had a good look at he it. He had a real good look at it. Had a real good look at it. So as we go in the, in the halftime, I'm very curious. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience as, as a public servant, man. I'm always I'm always um, interested in talking to our firemen and, and our leaders and people that serve the community, man. What um, what made you get into to that profession? What are some of the training rigors that you had to do to, to be a part of that profession? And, and what are some of the experiences you've had out in Gallatin? That's a very interesting community, especially for a brother uh, yeah. to be out there. Not a, lot of, <laughs> not a lot of people look like us out in Gallatin. Yeah. Um, as someone that lives, I'm right on the Hendersonville Gallatin border. I spend a lot of time at the little shopping plaza out in Gallatin right. uh, at that new hot dog joint. Um, the little bar that's open and, and they serve hot dogs right next to, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it's right next to the Sapporo restaurant and and right off of right off of 31, I spent a lot of time out in Gallatin. I get a lot of dirty looks out there <laughs> at times, man. So um, tell us a little about your experience. Well, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, funny enough, they received me and my family with open arms. Oh, that's great. And uh, that's that's been a plus because when I came here, my I started actually, believe it or not, uh, up in Cincinnati. Okay. 
Yeah, I was a uh, firefighter for the city of Loveland up there. Okay. And, um, been doing the job for about 10 years and uh, wanted to finish off my career because we moved to Florida, but Florida wants you to go through the academy all over again and oh. at this age, nah. Yeah. But Gallatin gave me a shot. So I'm at station four nice. on big station camp, riding engine, um, basically fire suppression. I'm the guys that go in with the hose and uh, take care of business. Oh, wow, wow. Now, how often do you guys have fires? I mean, is it, is it a lot of sitting around or a lot of fires in Gallatin? I mean, it's a well, we run growing with, community. It's definitely a growing com community, especially out near Big Station Camp. We um, run more med calls than, than anything. Oh, okay. Though. So we have to be up on um, medical. Um, COVID. All of that, yeah. Yeah, EMT, mm. advanced EMTs, some paramedics. You know, we, we, we ride a lot. Right along with you do the, car accidents too, then. car accidents, oh, wow. and that has become a lot more in the city of Gallatin, sure. around Nashville Pike, and Big Station Camp. So be safe if you're traveling through that area. Please be safe and mind the stoplight, please. What do you think about um, Alabama taking it to Georgia today? I didn't see that oh, game okay. today. <laughs> it was uh, I had just got off shift this morning, as a matter of fact, and um, I knew we had this game, and I. I wanted to make sure that I was ready, so I got a little bit of rest in. Yeah, Alabama um, kicked the crap out of Georgia, man. They didn't, uh, they won the game, I believe the final score was like 38 to 24, but it wasn't even that close. Uh, Georgia didn't show they up. They were up 38 to 10 at one point. <laughs> so wow. Georgia started off 10 nothing. Alabama scored. Um, they couldn't hold Beachy or Williams. Wow. And uh, Georgia's vaunted defense wasn't as vaunted as we thought they they were. They didn't have the secondary to, to match up with Alabama's perimeter speed. I think that's that's going to be interesting. I think this is going to be a real interesting year. I think Cincinnati's going to get in the playoff, and that's going to be interesting. Um, I really like Michigan, even though Michigan's the enemy. Me being an Ohio State guy, anyone that beats Ohio State as thoroughly as Michigan did, um, this is going to be the year that Michigan actually wins the national championship. And I hope nobody tapes me. And, and quotes me on that, but um, but yeah, this is a very important week in college football. A lot of great games going on Michi as we speak. Michigan's winning right now, as a matter of fact. How much are they winning by? Uh, 14 to 3. Okay. I'm, I'm really surprised at uh, Georgia. They didn't even show up in the third quarter. Yeah, they got, they got, um, they just couldn't cover, they didn't have the safeties and corners to cover Alabama's wide receivers. I mean, they just didn't. Alabama spread them out and went four wide and five wide and ran trips left and trips right. And Georgia just had no answers, you know. The SEC East isn't that strong. Mm -hmm. You're playing Florida, you're playing, you're playing Tennessee, you're playing Vanderbilt, you're playing Kentucky, you're playing Missouri. So you're not you're not playing the the, the best teams. I think uh, I kind of saw this coming. Cause Georgia hadn't played an elite team all year. They played Clemson this year, but Clemson wasn't the typical Clemson. You know, Clemson, it's an amazing that you're not as good when Trevor Lawrence and uh, and Deshaun Watson aren't there. It's amazing how, how your program goes back to, to normal in that. And then you have, you have some real interesting games in the NFL. As we get to the back end of the season in the NFL tomorrow, you have some real interesting games as well. Um, this is a wide open year for the NFL. I'm not really sure if there's a 
a favorite. I just know if my life depended on it, I'm putting my money on Tom Brady. <laughs> that's what history tells us, that if everything is is, is in the balance, go with that you go with Tom Brady. You know, that, you know that Tom, it's just like, it's, it's the same day in college. If my life depends on it, I'm putting it on Alabama because you yeah. know that, that Alabama is likely to be there when it's all said and done. And it's... Uh, well, they got the Falcons tomorrow, so that's that a, should that's be a bye week. That should be a that should be a that's a that's bye easy week. week. Uh, Patriots are looking good, and uh, you know, something about Tom Brady and, and and Bill Belichick, they they just seem to to be just a step or two ahead on on everybody else. But the Colts and the Flames are coming back out to start warming up for the second half. F.H. Jenkins is up seventeen five. And it's just good to be out here and see these young men and young women out here playing basketball, um, exhibiting the camaraderie and teamwork and all of those things. You got a nice little crowd for F.H. Jenkins sitting on the on the right side of, of the of the gym and the in the bleachers, showing some love. Uh, I've said I've been saying with these young men, we've got to affirm our young queens and kings. That's so important. Absolutely. That um, we affirm them as as men, people like me and you that have, that have played. Your father, I'm not a father, but I, I'm always telling these young people, especially ones that I know, I said, "Hey, man, we're all proud of you. Win or lose, we're proud of you. We love you. Um, we're proud of what you're doing on the court. We're proud of what you're doing off the court with your grades and just matriculating from from boys." To being young men, and I think that that's more important than sports or, or anything out Absolutely. here. To, just in this environment that we have, where there's so much negativity out there, right. especially the African American men, we've got to affirm them, and we've got to we got to instill confidence. In them. That's a beautiful thing I love yeah. about uh, the FH Jenkins yeah. community. Yeah, definitely um, do that. And um, from from parents getting involved, um, looking out for each other, taking care of each other, it's a great community to be in. I mean. We've uh, probably been in F.H. Jenkins since our son been in the third grade. Okay. So now, how is how is your experience as a parent? We've had we've interviewed kids on on at games, interviewed kids at, on my radio show. But how is your experience with Dr. Wood and and, and um, oh, soon me, to be Dr. Washington and and how's your you. experience with, with the teachers there? Uh, well, our first year we had to, we were, we were asking a lot of questions. Dr. Wood was patient with us because we were trying to, you know, pretty much our son's going to F.H. Jenkins. We want to submerge ourselves into the culture, you know. Um, our family, actually, we even went through COVID, and I'm telling you, man, F.H. Jenkins poured into our family. And, and I told Dr. Wood, whatever she needs, just let me know. So basketball games, I'm here. We got special events, I'm here. And I try to rally the dads and, and say, hey, we got to be here for our kids, you know. The, we couldn't do it this year where the kids were back to school, where the dads come in. We do this thing out in Gallatin where it's high fives and handshakes. But because of COVID, you know, we had to scale back. I said, well, that's a great idea. I'm going to take that to my son's school and have all the dads do it. That's wonderful. So what are your tips for the second half? I need them to settle down. I need them to, to, to pick their head up a bit when they're coming down the court, make those layups and transition. I like what Coach is doing. He's trying to play a half-court game by doing that and starting out with the press with a 1-2-2. They could trap 
play that half-court game, I think they'll be okay to get away from the distance of this court because it is a long one. It's a long one. Good to see Dr. Wood in the audience and the beautiful Autumn Washington in the audience. She doesn't like me talking about her on here. <laughs> She's a very modest person. But I like her teaching style. She's a no-nonsense teacher, and that's what our boys need. Because, right, my son started with uh, Miss Phillips, and she saw it from the start, like, okay, you're gonna be one of those kids that just wanna not do, but you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. And he did. F.H. Jenkins now moving left to right. Inbound the ball, did a did a stack play, even though it's not against man to man. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Two three zone for the Colts. Alfred passing it to to the high post, passing it to the to the right wing, back to Martinez. Some long passes cross court that are really not fundamental. Martinez open on the left end for a three, misses a three. Rebounded by Reed, but a whistle. And I don't know for some reason the ball I guess was over and back. Uh, the ball goes over. Ball going to the Colts. We'll be moving right to left if you're listening. Number 10 brings the ball down the court for the Colts. Passes it to the left wing. Number 44, Sizemore gets it in. Another steal. Alfred controlling hey. the offense. There you go. Moving left, base, uh, baseline jumper left, rims out. Alfred's missed a lot of jumpers, but some good shots. I think that that's a good shot. It's a high-quality shot. But he did settle it down. He got the right. steal. He settled right. it down. and, and Right. Pugh setting okay. up the offense, going right to, to left to Johnson. Stolen by Alfred, who's one-on-one. -on -one. Nice take to the basket, but misses another layup off the window. Got to use the window better than that. They'll be taller in a couple years. They'll be right directly at the window. Johnson trying to bring the ball up the court, being played in man-to-man. -man. Um, Colts may have gotten away with a, with, a, with a travel there. Ball back out to Johnson at, at, the, at the left wing, passes it to Sizemore in the corner, who shuffles his feet. That's definitely a travel. Fundamentals, fundamentals. Starting to look at the uh, Colts, man. They're starting to look a little winded themselves. Look a little winded. This, 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 is, not, this is not an easy court to run over for yeah, people they, that age. I'm they got you. a deep bench, but I don't right. think the bench is uh, as, as athletic as the starting fathers out there right now. Alfred left to Brown, who shoots a three, misses a three. Brown's one for six from three tonight. I think they're shooting a little bit too many threes. I've talked to coach about that. I'm not as I, as a coach. I never let my kids shoot threes. I felt that I would always say, "Hey, you're not Steph Curry. You're not uh, well, in my time. You're not Ray Allen." Um, <laughs> sometimes when a kid hits a couple of threes, that's the worst thing that can happen because they want to shoot it over and over again. And just as I say that, <laughs> F.A. Jenkins hits a three. Luke Reed, Luke Reed off the bench hits a three. Nice shot. Luke is wide open. Made the three. Press for for Jenkins, number 55, 
Bernard takes it to the basket against Martinez, and they beat the press and get a layup. Dylan Alford, he did, he did carry the ball. Good call by the referee. FH Dick is up 20 to 7. Three minutes and 53 seconds left in the second half. Can the Colts mount a comeback? I don't think I don't think they can mount that comeback. I never, never, never sleep. Johnson brings the ball, passes to Bernard in the high post, passes it to Pugh, back to Johnson, the top of the key. Johnson with a jump shot, very nice jump shot. That's a pretty free jump throw shot. Line. Very good jump shot. 20 to 9. FH Jenkins, third quarter, three minutes and 33 seconds left. Alfred bringing the ball up left to right, passes it left to Brown, who passes it to the right side, back to Luke Reed, who airballs a shot and rebounded by the Colts. Colts not playing with a lot of tempo. Still not necessarily playing with a lot of urgency, but Pew passes to Johnson on, on the left side. Johnson to Sizemore in the corner for a three. Airball rebounded by Martinez. Alfred pushing the ball up the court. He's got Zion Brown on the left side, he, he, but he uh, ends up getting fouled. Good, good, good control by, by Alfred. That's one of the things I like what I've seen with, with Dalen and what I've seen with Zion. They're both playing under a lot more control than I've seen in previous years. Not turning the ball over as much either. I think they slowed, slowed it down a bit on the second half as well. Starting to look at the court a little bit more. I agree. Alfred with a floater, misses another one that rims out, but it's another good shot. Alfred could have made five or six shots tonight that, that are real close to going in. Uh, just not having a great night shooting, but, but taking good shots. Martinez on the inbound, passes it to Brown, who stops his dribble. Bounces it off the backboard and, and gets it back to himself, almost like a, a Kobe Bryant style play but not on purpose Alfred moving right passes it to Brown and Brown drains a three 23 to 9 Flames Flames have hit four threes tonight I think they're shooting too many threes but they've hit four tonight and are up 23 to 9 one of the things that coach says all the time coach Alfred says first team to 40 wins in this in this league in the MTAC. Yeah, I kind of I kind of saw that the, uh, previous game we played. The, yeah. That's kind of the, the the mantra. If you get the 41st you're going to win. Checking into the game is Ethan Peters number 4. Colts bringing the ball, stolen by Zion Brown who's taken to the rack and goes off the, the window. Layup. All right. Makes the layup 25 to 9. Jenkins in a full court press. Uh, very nice defense by Jeremiah Marsh, but they finally get it to Pew. Pew gets it to Sizemore in the corner. Sizemore with a very nice baseline jumper. They broke the press and, and, and got a bucket 25 to 11. Two minutes and one second left. He got away the with the travel. He got away with the travel. <laughs> he got away with the travel. A steal by Pew. Chasing him down is Zion Brown. I, I wondered if it was going to be a LeBron block or, or a foul, and it, and it was the latter, not the former. But I like the hustle with Zion Brown. And a blowout, if it was me, I might have just let him make the layup. Um, but Zion Brown chased him down. Braxton Pugh after the steal. Pugh has, will have two free throws. This will be his first free throw. crowd is very quiet here. F.H. Jenkins has kept this crowd quiet. Pew misses the first free throw back rim. Coming back into the game is Dylan Alford, number 21, and then number 30, substitution Emmanuel Rowe for the F.H. Jenkins Flames. Pew makes the second free throw. 
and Milan Bernard is, is called for a foul and Accurate. That's a great call, ref. Is actually called for for a foul. Kind of kind of trying to block out Dylan Alfred. Alfred setting up the offense, passes it to the left wing to Brown, who misses another free uh, three pointer. Yeah, I think Coach. Great Luther. save by number four Ethan Peters. Back to Alfred on the right side, looking to set up the offense. And actually turns the ball over. You don't see a lot of turnovers from Alfred. Number 10 got away with a travel pew, and he misses the layup. Good job getting the ball out of bounds by Dale and Alfred, forcing them to reset. I think Coach needs to settle them down and get off of these three-pointers three right. and uh, run their offense. Inbound, inbound for the Colts. Passes it to Pew, who double dribbles promptly. Another turnover. By my count, their 16th turnover of the game for CCS. Dale and Alford moving left to right, passes it into the corner for Ethan Peters on the, on the left side, ends up in a jump ball. One thing I noticed about our boys, I think uh, Coach is going to have to definitely talk about that. As soon as they catch, his, catch a, a, a pass and they get trapped, they ball up. Right. You gotta get rid they gotta get rid of it. Right. It's reaching there and grab it. It's gonna go to Not a really possession. comfortable. I think that Dale and Offord is the most comfortable handling the ball. Absolutely. Um Coach Alfred's probably gonna have to start to develop another ball handler for future seasons. Absolutely. Um I don't I don't know. Is your son is your son a ball handler? Is he what what role, what position is your son? I know he's in fifth grade and not really gonna play a whole lot in, in these games, but but what is what type of game does he have? Right now, he's learning the game. All right. He's really learning the game. He, he's a student. He's um, I see him more of a, a, a set shooter. Okay. He's been doing well doing that, but he's learning the game. He's he's the bigger guys, the older kids here at FHJ has been working with him okay. and the other kids, and he's, he's come a long way. Outstanding. Alfred shooting on the, the left side from the wing, misses a, a shot. FH Niggas might have got away with several violations and um, an air ball by, by number 30, Emmanuel Rose. Inbound to Zion Brown, who passes it across court to Ethan Peters. And into Rowe, who, who travels with the ball. So you get into some of the people coming off the bench. I still think that the Colts are in this game. Uh, but they're running out of time with 46 seconds left in the third quarter, down 12 to, to 25. Sizemore working the baseline. Passes it back out to Rowe, who that three looked like it was going in, but missed the Jeremiah Marshall rebound. Is, is, is taking the dribble going coast to coast. Passes it to the left wing to Alfred, who shoots a long three, and it's good. 28 to 12. That's the sixth three that that, that F.A. Chickens has hit this game very nice shot from Braxton Pugh from the left baseline eight seconds left Dalen Alford trying to set up the offense passing it to Zion Brown who got away with a travel he passes it to Ethan Peters who's not able to get a shot off at the buzzer so got a little bit of double up action FH Jenkins up 28 to 14 as we go into the fourth quarter. Now, when you sat down to do, when you sat down to do this telecast, did you know that I was as professional and as good at calling games as, as, as were you impressed by how fantastic I was at calling Very games impressed. as far as the, the middle school level? 
very impressed. We very want to bring impressed. something good to FH Jenkins, and, and this is an opportunity. Um, there, there's so many. If you listen to this on WVOL or listen to this on the podcast, you want to donate. You want to go to fhjenkins.net and and look at the look at the athletics program for the young men and the young ladies. If there's an opportunity to reach out to Doctor Summer Wood or or Corey Bean, who's the school board chairman, and donate, they're doing a lot of great things at the FH Jenkins Gymnasium, getting that gym up to speed, and, and there's so many programs, whether it's track or flag football that they have for these these young ladies and young gentlemen at FH Dickens. a great opportunity to, to be a part of something special. Well, going into the fourth quarter, FH Dickens is up 28 to 14. Going into the fourth quarter, CCS has the ball. FH Dickens only has, oh, they have five players on the court. Jenkins is in a 3-2 zone. The Colts have some of their backup players in. I don't know if they're waving a white flag. Easy steal for Dylan Alford and the easy layup. <laughs> that pretty ESPN stuff. I need these kids to just play. Right, just go, right, 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 right. Uh, Samuel Johnson, a backup point guard, getting some tick, bringing the ball up the court. Passing it to number 14, Logan Weaver. Another steal by F.H. Jenkins. Another pass to Dylan Alford. Another cherry pick layup. I think Coach, Coach can wave the white flag on the Jenkins side. I think that they're putting in the backups. We can put in some of our backups as well. Just my opinion. Samuel Johnson at the top of the key. Passing it to the right side to, to Michael Cerilius, who passes the ball out of bounds, trying to get it to number 12. I don't see him in the book. Hmm. But the Colts have their second-string team in. Alfred passes it on the low block to Martinez, who does a nice uh, turnaround. Now that's, shot. that's a nice that's move. That's how a big man, man play on the block. You get right, it down low, very, and very he nice. asked for it. He asked for it. He wanted it. He saw the mismatch and wanted it. Number number one for Samuel Johnson, bringing the ball to the court. Passes to number 34. Witherington at the top of the key. Passes it to number seven. Carilius back to Witherington at the top of the key. Misses the shot. Rebound by Xavier Martinez. Martinez to Alfred. Pushing the ball up the court. Goes all the way to the basket. Very nice basket. Uh, Alfred, who couldn't hit a shot the first three quarters, now scoring. That said, it gets the second string. We used to call that garbage time when, when I was playing basketball. I've been played. Another steal for Alfred. He splits the defense. Has an easy layup. Once again, a quick 10 points for Alfred once again against the second string. Coach, probably time to put in put in the, the second string for, for the Flames. It's, I know, I'm noticing, though, we're making layups now. I needed these guys to make layups early on. We got to make it against the, <laughs> the, 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 the varsity style. Brown with another steal, Euro step, and a charge, and he traveled. Uh, good defense for the Colts. Crowd, crowd sharing the defense for the Colts. Three minutes and 55 seconds left. FHG gets up 38 to 14. Substitution for the Flames. And number 32, Jackson Boone. I guess that's your son. That's my boy. Alfred controlling the ball at the top of the key. Passes it. To Peters on the right side gets trapped up in jump ball. Uh, Coach Alfred starting to 
to open up his bench. F.H. Dickens up 38 to 14 with three minutes and 39 seconds left. And number 41, Senator Wheeler coming in as you have the, the benches emptying out. A single wheeler, he's one of those uh, fifth graders that is playing for the first time this right. year. Well, that's great. Get some, get some time in, get some to, to work on the game. Inbound for the Colts. Three minutes and 22 seconds left, and it's kind of considered garbage town. Number one, Samuel Johnson dribbles the ball off his foot. And a turnover. Dalen Alford will be inbounding the ball. If I'm coach, I just kind of run this clock out. It's a Saturday night. Let's get out here. <laughs> um, I'm still trying to get to. I'm still trying to get the Applebee's. Trying to get the Applebee's happy hour specials. Um, at the end of the game, number four, Ethan Peters dribbles the ball out of bounds. Three minutes and 11 seconds. 38. FH Chicken Flames, 14 CCS Colts. And this young man, Ethan Peters, I like him. I've seen him in previous games. He played well. I need him. He get his confidence up. I think he'll be a great uh, asset for FHJ. Agreed. Number one, Samuel Johnson with an air ball. Three minutes left. Peters bringing the ball up the court. Alfred moving to the two guard. Peters with the pass on the on the right wing to number 30. Emmanuel Rowe turns the ball over. Two minutes and 53 seconds. F.A. Jenkins up by 24. You have a shot by number 34, Witherington, who misses, rebounded by Alfred. Oh, a nice little, little shimmy for Alfred, looking to set up the offense, set his team up. Stolen by number 14 for the Colts and the layup. Bringing, bringing, bringing cheers to the crowd. That, that's Logan Weaver, number 14 for the Colts. Crowd still cheering for, for their home team. Alfred trying to get his team involved, moving left to right. Has the ball at the top of the key. Moves to, to the right side of the key. Looking to step that right baseline jumper. Which goes in. Uh, but he was like called he for. No, he's called for a foul. On, it was a foul on Weaver before the shot. So F.H. Jenkins will inbound the ball with two minutes and six seconds left. To Alfred. Who passes it to number 30. Rowe misses who airballs a shot. You get a little bit of a scrum. One minute, 57 seconds left. Possession arrow to... Well, they changed it. What's supposed to be... It is F.H. Jenkins' ball. F.H. Jenkins' ball. So at a minute and 57 seconds left, F.H. Jenkins will move to 5-0 and to start their season. And will be legitimately, potentially ranked... First in the MTAC when as as the next set of ratings come out. Uh, what I see with FH Dickens is two things. I think that they probably have a. They've all been playing together since they were in first grade. So right. these guys have been playing together forever. 
I see a lot of athleticism. I see a lot of speed. I see a little bit of height. I don't think that they're a deep team. I'm very curious to see them against Lancaster Christian or some of these really good perennial teams in the lead crowd erupts. As as Jackson hits a shot for, for the Colts, trimming the lead to, to 20 points, I'm just curious to see where they will be against high-level competition and are they deep enough to beat some of the better teams in this league. And we'll, we'll just we'll find that out over time. That's going to be the big I question. Think, are, they, are they going to be deep enough? I would take their starting five against anyone. I've been covering this league for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But um, running a five- or six-man rotation can be a little bit difficult when it gets to some of the crunch time. So we'll really have to see. I will say that Coach Alford has done a fantastic job from a fundamental standpoint with their spacing. Marlon Reed, uh, Luke Reed, excuse me, dribbling the ball off of his foot, having a rough game tonight, showing some frustration. What's with these kids in the long sleeve in the in the shirts and stuff, man? It's just, ESPN. When we was playing, man. I don't I don't remember doing any of that, but I see these kids wearing tights, and some of these kids got knee pads and stuff. Yes. I'm like, you wear knee pads? You're only 11, man. I'm old. I don't even wear knee pads. But I'm not playing. It's just well, I find that to be very very amusing. They watch that stuff on ESPN, watch it on TNT, and everybody want to be that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming down to the crunch time, 43 seconds left for F.H. Jenkins. Um, nice opportunity for 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 Reed, who, who was fouled on the floor. I had to get on my son. He was doing a shoot around, but he was oh, doing man. it in uh, basketball sandals. I'm like, oh, Lord. no, sir. Because <laughs> it looked cool. It does the, look cool. The big kids were doing it, so he, like that's right. what we're supposed to do. FHJ has put this one to bed. Put this one to bed. It's been uh, a pleasure with you. I hope that you had some fun calling the game with me. Oh, this, this um, has we, been a blast. I appreciate We really enjoyed doing having. that. It's um, When I started having Sports Network in 2015, we really started it for this. It, it kind of came out the church league. There's another element to, to our schools. You know, we're really trying to expand and and work with. I had a chance to, to call games at La Sierra and at Walla Walla. It's really trying to get into the college space. That's really where where I primarily shine, but uh, because of my ties to F.H. Jenkins, and, you know, I love our kids and, and want to affirm our kids, so it's just a great opportunity to be a part of, of this. And like I said, it's whether you're listening to this on the podcast or WVOL, there's opportunity to, to donate to this program. It's a fantastic program. You, you have great academics, great kids, great, great teachers and educators. And F.H. Jenkins has been in this community for a long time, so you, you definitely will go to fhjenkins.net and look at opportunities to donate to the men's and women's athletic programs. I think you're doing a great job, and, and wow, it's like when I played, I wish I had it when I was young. You get the highlight reel. Um, the Colts with a breakaway layup uh, missed. As time is 29 seconds running out, the Colts able to get a, a bucket. There's 25 seconds left. This game is pretty much over. A little bit of garbage time. Um, number four taking it coast to coast. Ethan Peters missing a shot. Rebound by the Colts. Only 11 seconds left. Hoping to get a last shot off before the end of the game. Passes it to Johnson, number one, who makes a nice little shot. Misses it. Um, and number 12 is able to get it in at the buzzer. Casey Sizemore. 
gets a bucket in at the buzzer to, to trim the lead to 38-22. to 22. But the F.A. Chicken Flames have moved to 5-0, to and 0, defeating the CCS Colts 38-22. These young men are, are shaking hands. And uh, that's another game in the books. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't have a schedule in front of me. But, but, but the next team up on the schedule, 5-0, and is I know that, that Coach said that if, if, if they run the table that he'll buy everybody some LeBrons. So he's still <laughs> – now, to buy all those kids LeBrons, you're talking about at least 1500 bucks because LeBron is charging, is charging $150 a, 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 a shoe. Especially when these guys are running five and all, they're, right. they're working it. Right, so they're, uh, he might be out some money. I hope I hope that he has to write that check. I will help him write that check if they go undefeated because I don't, I don't want, I want to share some of the risk. But, um, you know, thank you so much for, for your time. And everybody listening on Advent Sports Network, um, we will get, hopefully, uh, who, do you, who do you want to send? You're the coach. Who do you want to send? Jeremiah. Yeah, get Jeremiah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a brief interview with Jeremiah Marsh. Post game interview for for you listening you're listening to Avid Sports Network coverage of the FH Jenkins Flames basketball in Nashville, Tennessee. We're live at Community excuse me Christian Community School in, in White House, Tennessee. And I'm sitting here, so I'm sitting here with with, with Jeremiah Marsh, man. Uh, now you didn't get a chance to come. Can you hear me? Okay. You didn't get a chance to come and, and chat downtown at, at my studio, but you guys have moved to to five and zero, man. What is it? What does it feel like to be five and zero? Now I've seen you guys play your your particular group for many years. Um, this looks like the year that the Flames have a legitimate chance of, of winning this league and being champions. Uh, what does it feel like to be 5-0? and um, It feels great. All I can say is that uh, we're doing great passing the ball. We're making, we're killing them on the fast breaks. They can't keep up with the speed. And we just got to keep on making good passes and shots will fall. Move that mic up to you a little bit closer. And shots will fall. Yeah. Um. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I think, so, when I saw Jeremiah last year, I felt that that um, who's the big man that left? Josh? No, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne, you had Yvonne last year, but you had another big guy. Joshua. Yeah, you had Josh. I thought losing both of them was going to really hurt the team, but I think that you've become more of a three-point centric, guard centric offense. You're the big man down by yourself, really. You're the only one that's working the baseline. That's, that's playing big. You're the, you're the best rebounder on the team. Uh, what is it like to be down there? Because you, you're getting a lot more minutes this year. You're, you're being very productive this year. You got other people from other team going and, and, and dapping you up. You're kind of a big man down there by yourself, but, but what does that feel like to, to kind of evolve and, and kind of grow into being not a role player, but a, but a team leader, one of the better players on the team? Um, all I got to say is that I just help my team wherever I go. I yeah. know last year, early in the season, I uh, broke my ankle, so I was not able to get much playing time, and it just feels great to be back on the court. Nah, that's 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 good stuff, man. Tell us a little bit about what's going on academically. We always got to always got to talk about the teachers and, and Dr. Wood. How are things going at FH Jenkins? What is it like to be kind of post the COVID stuff where you're doing everything remote? What's it like to be back in the classroom? 
Um, it feels good seeing everybody like face to face again oh, yeah. and not through a computer screen. And yeah. I'm still trying to get used to like actually having to turn my work into the teacher yeah. and not post it online. Yep. And just the switching of the classrooms, you just got to get back used to it. Absolutely. Are you in seventh grade or eighth grade? Seventh grade. So you're in seventh grade. Where now? Where do you think you're going to end up playing basketball in high school? Um. What's your What's your goal? What's the What's the dream for Jeremiah Marsh? Like, if you had your way, where would you be suiting up in high school? Well, to be honest with you, I'm not a basketball player. Okay. I play. I'm a baseball player. I'm baseball a, player. Okay. Yeah. And All so, right. Good Pasture has offered me right. a, a baseball scholarship to go there. Nice. Year. Nice, man. What, what what position do you play in baseball? Shortstop and catcher. All right. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Jeremiah, man. Uh, great game tonight. FH Dick is off to a 5-0 and start. And... and I'm looking to, to come to a game where somebody tests you guys. All the games that I've been to have been blowouts. But at some point, y'all got to run into someone that gets you a good game where, where I can get a good call, man. This is a lot of garbage time, man, a lot of banter with the with the co-hosts because the games aren't that close. So we're very proud of you, you gentlemen, and, and look forward to, to a great year and hopefully a championship for, for the Flames. I hope so, too. All right. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thank you for having me.